Here we go. All right, everybody. Hey, everybody. Welcome to today's blab. My name is Andrew McCauley from Autopilot Your Business, and we are joined by, of course, my co-host Will Hanky. G'day, Will. Hey, Andrew. So uh, this is a show we do every uh, every uh, Tuesday, every Friday. And basically what we're doing is we're just summing up what are the changes in online marketing, social media. Um, we have enough content every three days to fill a half hour show. And uh, if you would like to jump in and join us, we'd love to have you on board as well. Jump in and uh, um, just uh, click on the little button, join us in there and we're going to have a discussion. You don't have to come up with any new items. We've got a bunch of items. If you just want to partake in the conversation, we'd love to have you on board as well. And uh, we're going to kick it off in, in just a moment um, with our first topic. It looks like a lot of Facebook stuff is going on this week. Um, so if you've got an opinion on that, you want to just share some knowledge or, hey, maybe you've even got some new information you want to share with us, we would love to hear it as well. I'd love, to, love for you to be a part of it. Um, once again, if you want to share with uh, everybody, you want to tell a little bird, then over on that side there, I think it is, you can click on the tell a little bird or tell your friends. Uh, it's not tell your auntie anymore, it's tell your friends. Um, we'd love to uh, love you to share that too. All right, Will, you want to kick us off with the first piece of funky news that we've got going on today? Yeah, let's start with Facebook, of course. And uh, they, they've come out and, and added the 360-degree videos uh, where you can upload those now if you have the right camera that, that uh, can create those things. And, man, those things are really cool. They're, they're coming out with some really neat ones now. Um, yeah. Saw one of uh, a play, uh, the Lion King, I think, which was pretty neat. You could actually experience that, look around, you know, watch the different sides of the the stage. Uh, there was one of uh, that a pilot had done, where you can actually see the other planes. It was like a uh, F sixteen type pilot or something, and uh -huh. uh, see the other planes, look in front of him, look behind him. Really cool. So one one I saw the other day, one of my favorite ones was a, a guy surfing in a tube, and. Oh. Uh, it was phenomenal. Like you, you could look back inside the tube. You could look at the guy's face. You know, you could look outside the tube and you watch the lip peeling over the edge. It was just uh, full on. I'm like, this is going to be the future of uh, awesome videos coming up. I'm sure. Yeah, it's pretty neat. So YouTube came out a couple of weeks ago and introduced the the uh, 360 thing, and I think they had like a race car picture at the time or a video. And uh, so in YouTube, you have to check mark a special box that says this is a 360 view. Uh, upload and I'm, I'm assuming in Facebook it would be the same way. Uh, the mm. cameras to do it are actually fairly cheap. They're they're cheaper than a GoPro. Uh, there's one on uh, Amazon by Ryko R I C O H, and uh, they've got a camera out there for around uh, 300 bucks, I think. Wow, I think uh, GoPro. We're talking about bringing one onto the market too pretty quickly, so I wouldn't be surprised if uh, that happens as well. Yeah, definitely. I'm going to go ahead and post this link in here, too, if anybody wants to read a little bit more about it. Uh, but uh, I think this is going to be really cool, and, and some of the different marketing plays that people can start to use on it are going to be great. Some of the different things they can do there. Yeah, I think you're right. I think it's going to be uh, pretty fascinating. Yeah. Pretty fascinating. Uh, and someone says, can't use an iPhone? <laughs> Probably not yet. Um, in fact, <laughs> we, we spoke about that. Um, you know, to use an iPhone, I think what they need is a, uh, is it four or six camera angles for this camera? Does this camera have six or six lenses? Is that how it works? And it records everything at the same time? 
Yeah, the one that's on Amazon actually just has two lenses and it has a little bubble on both sides of it. So it may have several different lenses inside of that bubble. Right. So then it records a front and a back, basically. Yeah, right. Interesting. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Wow, cool. All yeah, right, what's excited. next? What else we got next? Kind of excited to see how that goes. So mm. uh, um, Facebook has launched a new dedicated fundraiser pages, which is pretty cool. So if uh, for nonprofits that are wanting to raise money, in the past uh, there was a donate button, but it only worked inside ads. Mm -hmm. Now you can actually put it straight into your stream. So uh, if you're running a specific campaign or something, you can you can post about it and people can donate straight from Facebook. That's pretty cool. I'm surprised it's taken them so long to be able to do that. You know, we've always had the PayPal donate buttons going around. They've been around for years and years and years. And I'm surprised that uh, PayPal, I mean, Facebook have taken their time to do it. I guess they're going to look at it and say, well, how do we make money out of it? What's the point? Um, but it yeah. could be great for nonprofits and uh, um, NGOs that need to uh, get some donations happening. Yeah, yeah, I think it's a, a cool thing, and like you said, I don't know why it took them so long. Mm. Well, they're coming up with a few community uh, in, incentives, I guess, and um, you know that sort of leads on to the uh, the next one too. Actually, the next one I was going to just talk about was that um, uh, you know during the week, uh, and I, is there any more you wanted to add to that donate button? Because I just wanted to talk about some other stuff that Facebook are doing as far as community awareness goes. Yeah, go on. Um, so obviously we had the pretty terrible um, uh, incident, situation, whatever you want to call it, in Paris last week. And um, I'm not sure if you noticed this, but Facebook launched their um, safety check. There was, a, there was a thing called safety check. And basically what it did, it was pop up in your news feed. And if you had any friends that said that they were in Paris at the time or um, they checked in anywhere near Paris or their hometown is Paris, then it came up and it said, hey, these are your friends in Paris. Um, these are, and, and, and they're either marked as safe or not, not accounted for sort of thing. So I had six friends actually pop up and some of them I didn't know they were in Paris and they were. But um, it's basically, it basically said, um, this person, Sophie, is safe. So she obviously checked herself in to say, hey, I'm safe or somebody else checked in for her and said she's safe. And um, it was pretty fascinating to see this link pop up so quickly. So, you know, Zuckerberg um, came out during the week and said, well, you know, we, we had to test some things. We had to make sure it was right. But now any, I think there's any human tragedy or any other tragedy that's happening like that, they're going to launch this um, safety check feature. Now, unfortunately, there has been another incident uh, in Nigeria overnight, and uh, he had to quickly put that up and, and make sure that, uh, um, Mar I think it was Mali, in Mali last night, so um, he's had to read, you know, start acting on this stuff real quick, so, um, you know, it's, it's, it's not something we don't want to see, but it's also a great feature to say, well, I know some friends over in that area, I hope they're okay, and, and you can either check them in, or you can, um, or you can uh, check yourself in to say that I'm pretty safe. So, have you did you see it pop up after after last week? Uh, I saw news articles about it, but I didn't actually see it pop up in uh, Facebook for anybody. I guess I don't have any friends in Paris. So. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, it was just uh, it was just a you know it was it's good to see the effect of social media and how people can come together with some of this stuff. You know, we see this social good stuff coming through, and um, we've seen all sorts of things. You know, all the way going back. 
you know, even before this, but the the, the Egyptian um, the Egyptian elections and all that stuff that was happening way back a couple of years ago, where social media was the power force behind it all. You know, it's it's just interesting to see what's happening as far as the social platform and social um, scenario goes. Yeah, Mary said she didn't see it either, but uh, I think what happens is basically it just pops up and gives you an option to say I'm safe or I'm okay or something like that, right? And it posts to your yeah, screen. Yeah, it's um, it's uh, it's a big thing. It's not just like a it's not just a news feed thing. It's actually um, it's huge. It's it's bigger than the news feed. It just takes up. It's like almost doesn't fit in with the with the shape of um, the Facebook layout. You know, you've got your specific layouts for your news feed and you've got your ads on the right. It's bigger than all of that and it just bang, it's in your face and it's at the top and it says, uh, safety check, these people have been um, reported in the area. Um, and, uh, you know, it's pretty, uh, it's it's there, it's right, it's right in your face. So, uh, so maybe if you don't have any friends connected out in that area, then it doesn't pop up for you. But if you do, it says, "Hey, these are the people that you that you know. You could got to think about this and see if they're okay." So, it's it terrific. Uh, yeah, awesome. It's gonna be great. To see what other social good, you know, that that team uh, that they call the social good team. See what else they come up with. Yeah, definitely, definitely. Very good. Well, uh, let's talk about uh, breakups. You know, talk about a change of topic here. Uh, Facebook came out and, and uh, gave a thing where you can actually kind of soften the blow if you have a breakup. So when you change your status uh, from in a relationship to single, Facebook now asks you, do you want to filter the amount of messages you see from this person for the next X amount of days? Uh, I guess that's interesting. I don't know. I've been, I've been married for way too long to, to worry about that. <laughs> yeah, I'm the same. I'm the same. I'm, um, I'm just digging while you're talking about that. I'm just going to quickly dig up and see if I can find this link. I'm going to paste this. Uh, I'm going to see if I can paste the link for you on that the previous topic we were just talking about, so people can get it, get to see what it looks like. Um, here's let me tell me if you can see this one here. Well, um, that's a safety check for Paris. Tell me if that pops up for you on your uh, on your screen there. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Very good. So that's what it looks like. So um, for anyone watching, you want to check it out, see what that safety check looks like. That's uh, that's it there. Yeah, very good, very good. Yep. So um, let's uh, let's jump on and talk about the uh, the disappearing messages. So Facebook yes. is now testing in France uh, a Snapchat kind of feature, I guess, mm. where you can post something and then you can set an expiration date on it, uh, and it, it it disappears after so long. So yeah. Interesting to see that they're um, copying Snapchat, um, but uh, um, just uh, you know, I guess they're they're watching closely what Snapchat's been doing and how it's growing and people and how the younger kids are doing it. Um, if Facebook still want that market, then that's what they're going after. And um, you know, I'm 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 still one of those people that would like to see my message in case I need to go and see it again. Um, right. So, uh, but yeah, well, let's, let's watch this space to see what they do with that. But it's just going to open up. I think if, if it picks up mainstream, um, then I think the it's only going to be good for Snapchat because then uh, people are going to understand how to use it better and they may may go back and play with Snapchat um, yeah. as well. Who knows? Now, now, Facebook about a couple months ago actually made a play to purchase Snapchat. I think they offered $3 billion and Snapchat told them no. So... Uh, they offered three. They offered three billion, and then they uh, 
went back and offered them 10, I think, and they still said no or something. Well, it's been valued at 10 now, and they've still said no. So um, interesting. You know what they said? Well, if we can't buy you, we'll just bury you. We'll create the same thing and bury you. But it's not always going to work that easy. Yeah. Now, from what I understand, this only works in the Messenger app. And after it expires, after so long of time, then it just shows up as an empty chat bubble where the message was. Mary's, uh, Mary says she's big on Snapchat. She loves it. Um, not a big, not a big fan on Facebook. I wonder if uh, they're going to try and bring out another app because we've already got four Facebook apps. I think right now <laughs> we've got Facebook app, the Messenger app. We've got their uh, their other news feed one and one other. So um, crazy. I hope they don't bring out another one. You think they'd roll it all into into one app, and make it easy for us? Yeah, you would think so, right? Yeah, you would think. <laughs> yes, you would think. So uh, we also have some news. By, by the way, if anybody wants to jump in and, and add something to the uh, conversation, feel free to jump on, click on the seat there and jump in. Uh, since we're talking about Snapchat, let's go ahead and talk about them adding official stories and uh, verifications for celebrities, which is, which is great. So uh, kind of keeps some of the riffraff out and, and the, the fakers, right, and, and starts to verify. Now, I think Twitter came out a while back and said they're going to start letting Joe Average uh, verify their accounts. So, uh, you know, it's kind of cool to see that Snapchat is, is going to do something with the celebrities, and at least for a start. I think verified is a big business coming up. You know, it's uh, as I said, Twitter. We spoke about Twitter. Uh, we spoke about Twitter, who um, who are letting people pay for verification. Uh, we spoke about that on the show earlier. Then we've got you know verified accounts on Facebook. We've got verified people now on Snapchat. I think um, people want to become verified to make sure that they're the real person. That's the real you. Um, how far is it going to go? It's not not enough just to say that I am. Andrew McCauley, I'm going to have to be verified as Andrew McCauley too. So uh, I reckon down the track, you know, I think it's going to be big business. I think people are going to have a verified account for all of their accounts to make sure that they've jumped through a few hoops to verify that this is actually me and I'm speaking on behalf of me. Um, and you know, it's not. I don't think it's going to stick to celebrities. I don't think it's stick to it'll 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 start jumping onto everybody that just wants to be known as this is me. This is really me. Yeah, and I think that it's also going to bleed over to other websites where, you know, now we have uh, login through Facebook, login through G+, those kind of things. I, I wouldn't be surprised to see an extra layer somehow in there where there's a verification step. Yep, definitely. I was only reading an article just this morning about uh, verification and security for a lot of these membership sites or platforms, and a lot of them basically have an email and phone number, and that's it, and the rest of it is just open slither. So if, if, if hackers can get through those two, then they've got a open slate to play with your profiles. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Interesting. So well, let's, uh, let's talk about Buffer. So I know you use Buffer uh, yeah. to help kind of populate a lot of your different social media channels. I use it as well uh, because of your recommendation and <laughs> love it a lot. So they've actually come out and added a social calendar Mm. option too, which is pretty cool. So you can start to schedule things out. Yep. I think a lot of people already have some sort of a calendar in play. Maybe it's very archaic or they're using uh, Google Calendar or something. So it'd be kind of cool to see how this all integrates together and, and if people use it. I like it. Um, I like the fact that there's a calendar because I can, um, what, well, I'll, I'll often schedule a week in advance or so. And um, it's good for me just to see what 
what days I've got things coming out and where it is, and you can drag and drop it and move it around. So um, if I've got some different accounts that I'm posting from, I don't I don't necessarily want to have, you know, the same topic always um, come out day on Tuesday on my Facebook page as it does on Twitter. I like to sort of mix it around a bit so that if right. I've got people flicking between accounts, not that I'm expecting people to flick between my accounts, but just to just to keep it interesting so that I'm not just um, posting the same thing blanket style across all of my networks. But um, it's a it's a great little way to see, okay, I've got some things coming up. You know, I've got a couple of clients that I do this for and I can see quickly on a calendar, I can see exactly what days they've got space. So if they say to me, oh, we want to do an email marketing campaign, we want to send something out, I might say, well, let's move, let's move some of your posts around um, on that particular day, let's move them out of there so that we can concentrate on um, the message you want to send out to your people and we can do some social media stuff around it so we make it a concentrated day rather than having it, um, you know, mixed up with other stuff in there as well. Yep. It's kind of how I do it. Uh, I, for my personal business, I post a new blog every Tuesday. So uh, actually, I post them Monday evening usually mm -hmm. and then start to promote it Tuesday morning. So then when I post it Monday night, I can move them around to put it as the latest thing that comes out on Tuesday. Yeah. Across all the networks. Yep. I think it's, I think it's a great addition to Buffer. Um, Buffer's, Buffer's great, and they're very keen on making sure that um, they have a good product. And uh, I think that's just, I think it's another good thing that they've got. They've also, uh, they've also hooked up um, with, uh, was a new uh, Pinterest? I think they've got Pinterest, no, they, have, they have Pinterest there now as well, scheduling Pinterest as well. Um, so yeah, it's all, it's been good, been good. I think Buffer's uh, doing pretty well so far. Yeah, so in weeks past, we've talked a lot about news and how all these different businesses are, are trying to get into the news thing. And now I see a couple different things related to calendars and stuff. And I just wonder if there's another something else going on there. You know, uh, I think we have else, something else on our list about Square coming out with a new appointment scheduling feature as well. Mm. So uh, that's kind of interesting to see how some of these businesses are wanting to start take over, taking over our calendars or at least knowing a little bit more about us from that angle as well. What's, uh, I don't know much about the square appointments thing. What's, um, given the overall of that, what's that? Uh, it just lets you uh, put put your uh, events out there where people can schedule an appointment with you. Mm -hmm. And then if there's a payment involved, uh, they'll take care of that, of course. Uh, but it integrates with your Google Calendar. So you don't have to, if you're already using that, you don't have to create a new calendar. It just looks for the openings and says, Will is available tomorrow at 2 o'clock. Do you want to schedule this time with him? And uh, do you use uh, do you schedule once at all? I don't use any scheduling. I so what I've always done is taken my Google Calendar mm -hmm. and embedded it into my regular website, where it just shows busy squares. It just shows yeah. me a busy or available, and it's always worked for me. But uh, I can see how this scheduling thing may be something I need to look at. Oh, I, I mean, I use Schedule Once for this sort of stuff, and I just love the reason I love Schedule Once. And I don't know what Square functionality is right now, but Schedule Once for me is something where, um, if you and I want to get on a, let's say we want to have a, a phone call next week sometime, and instead of going backwards and forwards, and I'm like, Will, can you do Tuesday? And you're like, No, I can't do Tuesday. How about Wednesday? I'm like, No, Wednesday's out. How about Thursday? And it just goes on. Um, I give you the link, and I can embed this on my website, or I can just give you a straight out link that sits on Schedule Once. And um, 
And it's really good for interviews too, by the way. We used to use this for our interview show, and you may have come through it when you did our when you when you did an interview with us on our TV show, make it simple. But um, you basically go to the calendar link, you look at the dates, just like you said with the Google Calendar. It syncs up to your Google Calendar as well. But the magic about it is that when you make a booking, it goes onto your calendar, so you've got you've got a record of it. But you can schedule automatic emails coming out beforehand too. So you know I can. Um, send you an email and say, hey, here's the interview or here's what we're going to talk about on this call. Here's the links that you need to look at or here's the information you need to check before you do it. Here's my number when you call me. I can send you a reminder out an hour before, 10 minutes before. And then I can schedule out post um, emails too, like thanks for jumping on a call. Let's catch up again next time or let's go and book another time in. Here's another link sort of thing. So it automates all of that process without having to um, get on the phone backwards and forwards. And in fact, we don't even have to speak to each other until we do that call, that specific call. So if you're a coach or an account, you know, a coach or a um, you know, dentist, anyone that's selling time for money, then uh, it's a great service. If you've got a service-based business, it's a great little tool to book stuff in um, for people making bookings. Yeah. Um, Square does allow you to do some automated message. It's a brand new service, so I think it's fairly limited. Yeah. Uh, but they also do let you control cancellations, which is pretty cool. So if and if there's a fee tied specifically to a cancellation, they'll actually take care of that as well. Really interesting. Okay. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. I, uh, Schedule once is missing the. I think it's missing the, the good integration of of paid stuff. But you can always put a PayPal link or something in there as well. Right. Yeah. Cool. Okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Well, let's move on. Uh, let's see. What else do we got? Um, we miss anything with Facebook? I don't think we did. Yeah. Um, the disappearing messages. Oh, we spoke about that in France, right? Um, yeah, we got that. Yeah. yeah. No, I think that's. I think it's uh, Instagram. Yeah, Instagram is getting a lot more uh, strict with their third-party apps. Uh, so they've come out and said that uh, they're not, you know, like cutting any apps off right now. Uh -huh. But they're going to start being a lot more strict about who has access to their platform and specifically for things that take people off of their platform, which we've always talked about on our show, how these people, you know, these different businesses like to keep their users on their platform. So it's good. I, I think they're going to start kind of cracking down on some of these ones that take them to another site. I use a, um, a third-party Instagram app, and I know uh, Kenny's uh, big on, looks like he's big on Instagram and um, some of those other tools too, but I use a third-party called Patagram. Um, I have two or three different accounts that um, uh, are, are hooked up. Um, basically, it lets me look at all my accounts without having to log in and log out, and uh, so I use that to check what's going on with both accounts, but I also know that you can also now schedule with Hootsuite uh, your Instagram images and stuff too. So I wonder if that is going to be affected as well um, huh. because I'm not sure if this new rule is only end users where um, you're they're grabbing the feed from Instagram and delivering it to people or right. it's the other way around where I'm posting to Instagram using the API through Hootsuite going in rather than coming out. So um, I don't know if that's going to affect it. I hope it doesn't because I'm actually enjoying using Hootsuite and, and my uh, and setting up some of my um, stuff through my Instagram stuff through Hootsuite. So it'd be interesting to see how that works. I don't know if it's a two-way API or a one-way API. Yeah, they they didn't come out and really say much more than the fact that they're Reviewing. starting to crack down on it. Yeah. 
Yeah, I think they start the review process on December 3rd and they're not going to finish it until the end of June next year. But in the meantime, there may be some apps that disappear pretty quick if they're, if they're dodgy. So I'm, uh, I'm guessing that uh, we could start seeing some interesting things happening in that space as well. Right. Yeah. Yeah, it will be interesting. Uh, let's see. Just a couple other things. These are more digital marketing than they are social. Uh, GoDaddy came out with a, a SEO related thing for their users, um, more like a dashboard and it has a, a FAQ, things like that, uh, teaches some of their users, I, I'm assuming they're hosting users mostly, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Uh, some different things related to SEO and things that they can do uh, to help get their uh, search engine marketing a little bit higher up. Yeah, have you had a look into it much? I know you're big in SEO. Have you had a look into what that dashboard does and doesn't do? I have not. Um, not a huge fan of GoDaddy, especially for their hosting. Uh, it always seems like a lot of my clients have a lot of trouble with it. And uh, I think you've had that same experience as well. Well, you might, I think they're one step up from HostGator. <laughs> so, did I say that? Sorry. <laughs> yeah, so uh, it's kind of interesting that they come out with this. But, I mean, you know, SEO has been around a long time. They're, they're just now starting to teach their users how to do something with it. You know, and SEO is in the last several years, it's also just kind of become a thing where, you know, there are a, there's pretty much a locked set of steps that you do, you know, get your heading tags, get your title tags in order, that kind of stuff. So uh, I think they're a little bit behind the eight ball on it. Yeah, SEO is, uh, I think SEO might even disappear from the dictionary pretty soon because, you know, you and I know it's, uh, it's not, it's, it's more about, if you do good stuff, if you write good content and people want it, then it's going to work well for you. Um, there's no tricks anymore, not a lot of tricks anymore. It's going to be right. challenging. And it's interesting that just two or three years ago, not a lot of people knew what it was. And and I spent a lot of my time educating business owners what in the world it is before they could even think about purchasing something from it. Well, you know, it's funny right now, and uh, funny you say that because now I'm getting, you know, people say, oh, can you build a website? And we want you to do SEO. Can you do SEO on my website? It's like, you know what, <laughs> you missed the boat on that one. Yeah. Um, we can we can certainly help you, but SEO as a as a standalone service, you know, it's 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 a dying it's a dying service for most people out there right now. Yep, it's pretty much uh, there's pretty much a set standard that these are the things that you do before you hit publish. Yes. You know, and uh, write really good stuff. Yep. <clears throat> um, the other thing that did come out during the week. Um, was BuzzSumo. Now, I'm not sure if you use BuzzSumo or not, but BuzzSumo uh, have introduced a little um, a little uh, uh, Chrome extension. Now, Twitter today, in fact, we haven't mentioned Twitter much at all, but Twitter today is is stopping the count, the counts on your tweets, uh, tweet, Twitter counts. So if you've got an article, a share, the share count, so if you've got an article and people are sharing that article, um, and you used to be able to see how many people have shared that article. Today is D-Day, gone, wow. see you later. Not happening anymore for Twitter. Um, but BuzzSumo come out with a, uh, a, a little uh, Chrome extension which lets you still see it. So they're obviously, obviously paying the big bucks to do that because it was a big part of their business. Yeah. So um, at $99 a month for oh, your wow. membership, um, they've taken the bullet and said, well, we'll pay for, we'll pay for that functionality we've got some work around so you can still see it using BuzzSumo but it's a little Chrome extension which when you're on that particular business page you click on the Chrome extension it pops up with a pop-up and says 
who's uh, who's sharing and how many shares and all that sort of stuff too. So if that's important to you, you can get the Buzz uh, the the BuzzSumo Chrome extension. Very interesting. Yeah, I didn't I didn't realize that. Yeah. Do you use BuzzSumo at all? I do not. I've I've logged on to it a couple of times just to check it out, but I've never used it, you know, as an ongoing type deal. Yeah, yeah. So um it gives you I'm just looking at it now. I'm gonna look at a quick site here. Let me see. Um so I'm looking at the uh, Social Times site, 309, 525 shares. It tells me 216 shares. I can view the sharers. Yep, everything I everything I like to do on BuzzSumo without having to go in and log into the site. So uh, it's a cool little cool little uh, action, and it's got a few extra pieces on it too, which we haven't seen before. Oh, very cool. So uh, so it just shows up. Yeah, inside absolutely, just inside the browser. And I'm just looking at a couple of extra pieces that's got on there. It's also got the feature to analyze a website. Now, <clears throat> I'm just I'm just running this search. This is new. This is new, breaking news, everybody. I haven't seen this before. Um, <laughs> I'm just, uh, it's running a, uh, analyzing the adweek.com website right now. And uh, it probably takes a minute or so to run, but it lets you have all sorts of information um, about that website and in a second I'm going to tell you what it is because it's still running it here we go um, so basically it looks through all of the shares of this particular website this particular service um, it gives you the average shares by network so on this particular one here Facebook is uh, way more popular than Twitter and then LinkedIn Google Plus and Pinterest hardly rate to mention so I'm guessing this particular site doesn't have a lot of images um, and then it's got average shares by content type and breakdown of each individual um, each individual uh, platform as well. So a how-to article is the biggest one that's been shared on this art on this particular site. This is pretty cool, you know. This is this is a great reverse engineering tool because you can look at your competitors and see what are the what are the things that are being shared, or you go and look at a series of competitors and see what are the types of articles that are being shared. How-to articles, list articles, why posts what posts, infographics and videos. Um, interestingly enough, infographics and videos are the lowest shared on this particular site. Ah, and then they give you a breakdown of the days too. So how does it, oh, I'm loving this. So it gives you a breakdown of the day. Tuesday is the biggest day for people to share. Wednesday, sorry, Saturday and Sunday is the worst, but uh, Wednesday is the worst by far in the middle of the week. Wow, what a great uh, amount, you know, the amount of competitive uh, analysis you can get. Totally, yeah, analysis. really. So um, there you go. That's uh, breaking news. I've just discovered that. They may have had that for a while, but I've just discovered it, so it's news to me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and then the uh, the last piece of information that we have is about Amazon. Uh, just an interesting article that I saw the other day that uh, they've built a $7 billion side business with uh, their cloud offerings. I think I've given them some of that $7 billion. Yeah, yeah, it's uh, pretty interesting that they've, uh, you know, they they actually, according to the article, they actually were worried about Microsoft when they first started doing mm. it, and uh, they've just blown them out of the water. So. I, I really don't think the future looks too rosy for Microsoft, to be honest, but that's just yeah. me. Yeah. That's just me. Well, that's. That's all the stuff we have. We will be back uh, Tuesday. We'll be back on uh, yeah, Tuesday. Today's Friday, Tuesday. Um, thanks for joining us. So have people pop in and out. That's great. If you've uh, liked the show, we'd love you to share it and be back again 
when you're on when we're on next Tuesday, 10:30 Pacific, 12:30 Central, 1:30 Eastern. Um, thanks for joining us. Thanks, Will. Yeah, I've just pasted the uh, link in the app or in the chat over there for next Tuesday's uh, blab. So you guys can go ahead and subscribe there as well. You're awesome. You're on fire. I love it. <laughs> All right, man. Well, have a great weekend, and we will talk right. Tuesday. See